Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
Testimony time. The next prophecy was that whatever makes you fall, whatever torments you, every wickedness. The next prophecy was that whatever makes you fall, whatever torments you, every wickedness that attacks you is removed in the name of Jesus. Put your hands together. Whatever for the made you fall last year. than it was last year. Every crooked way is made straight by the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My name is Confidence Chagbedo. As the prophecy went, everything that tormented you last year, every wickedness is no more. I suffered two deadly diseases that are known to be incurable, but I was cured by the grace of God. And I also suffered depression that nearly took my life. But by that prophecy and by the grace, I'm alive to the glory of God. Amen. Wow, this lady said she was suffering from depression and she it almost took her life. You see, the prophet said, whatever torments you. Some of you sitting here, you are being tormented by certain things. But if you receive the prophetic word, you'll be set free in the name of Jesus. Put your hands together for a powerful testimony. What did God do for you? Sandra Colley from Anakazo Bible School. Last year, 31st, Daddy prophesied that anything that torments us, anything that makes us fall, any wickedness against us shall be cancelled. Last week, I was speaking with my dad and he told me that he died and he was sent to the mortuary, actually into the fridge. Your dad and said he, he, was he did what? Declared dead. He was declared dead. And then placed in the mortuary in a fridge. Mercy. And what happened? Then what he could hear that someone told him to open his eyes. Someone told him to open his eyes. Then suddenly he opened his eyes and the mortuary man told them to, ah, this man is not dead. Let him come out of This me. man is not dead. Wow. is not dead. Why are you sitting down like that? <laughs> Give the Lord a sound of praise. declared dead declared dead and taken to the mortuary and she was just about to be put in the fridge and he said that dad told her that something told him to care. he is not dead why don't you give the Lord a shout of praise everything that torments every wicked thing is cancelled in Jesus name I don't know why you will not be at this year's 31st night I don't know why you will not be here. You must be here with your entire family, your friends, everybody must mm. be here. Wow, what has God done for you, Akan? My name is Edward Akani, and through the prayers of the prophet, God saved me from paying for damages for a car that I hit. In the mid of November, on my way to work one morning, I hit a Benz. You hit a what? A Benz. Hey! A ben and it was my fault. And the, the lady came out, the owner of the car came out, and she said that she's taking the car to Silver Star. Silverware. Silver Star. Silver Star Towers. Silver Star Towers, yeah. To repair the, the Benz. To repair the Benz? Yes. At Silver Star Towers? At Silver Star. Wow. And so we were going. And I started praying. 
and through the prayers. You will pray. I was listening to... I don't mean to disrespect this young man yet, but I don't think he can pay for a best repairs at Silverstar Towers. I don't know if you agree with me that he cannot pay for it. He was about to be tormented. There's and what no way. So we're going, I was listening to um, the prayers. Immediately, um, you started from, listening to the prayers. Yes, from Good Friday. <laughs> and what happened? And then, I don't know, some way, somehow, she said that it's okay. She just made me go scot-free. She said it's okay. So I was so surprised. You don't have to pay for the damage. I don't have to pay again. for it. Why don't you give the Lord a shout of praise? Give the Lord a shout of praise. We are back here at the first night. Exodus with the prophets. By a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet, the Lord preserved them. Your life will be preserved in Jesus' name. Put your hands together for powerful testimonies. testimony soon hallelujah you know sometimes you, life takes you to a point where you realize that god i need help do you get it even jesus christ on the cross he said my god my god at that moment he needed what an intervention do you get it and always pray because listen your strength cannot get you to where i mean some, some of you have been saving for a long time but you, you look at your bank account only two thousand oh that that is do, do you get it but you have to, have to believe God for miracle money, miracle cars, miracle deliverances. Do, 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 do you get it? The guy hit somebody's Mercedes. You don't, you don't know how much a Mercedes <laughs> costs. Do, 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 do you get it? You don't know how much. I remember one friend had a one with the exhaust. You know, one time I was we were looking for a car one time. I went to the dealership. And the guy, I'll say, oh, Mercedes might be too expensive. The guy said, it's true. You see, go to the Toyota side. The guy just automatically told me that, look, go to this side if you are worried about maintenance. Do, do you get it? And as he was praying, God delivered him. May God send an angel into your situation. Hallelujah. When you're about to fail that exam, may a miracle happen and take you over the edge. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, I was looking for our, come on, why don't you be on our feet? Oh, we'll be on your feet and let's welcome our dear Rev. <laughs> you should continue clapping until he walks here. It's a very weak clap offering. I'm, I'm not feeling, Rev, I think you should stop. You should stop, should stop right there. They are not welcoming you well. Come on, let me hear a louder clap offering unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Isn't it a wonderful testimony? I mean, Mercedes Benz. I mean, the guy who was standing there, if they said the whole human being, <laughs> if they said the whole human being, they still cannot pay for the, the price of the car. May God send an angel to deliver you. May you receive an intervention. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Please, please take your seat and um, let's provide the offering. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Um, the normal temperature of, of this place is we are all usually overheated. But today, there's a problem with the heating system. So they are working on it. Don't worry. It will be fixed before you leave. And tomorrow, by all means, Christmas will be warm here. Put your hands together. Hallelujah. 
Since we came here, they have always given us heat. Do you agree? So that we are even overheated. By this morning, but they are actively working on it. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this offering in Jesus' name. Amen. One thing we can say they guarantee us is more than enough heat. Hallelujah. So just bear with me today. This is Christmas Eve, the day before Christmas. Are you excited about it? Hallelujah. Um, Lady Pastorita was saying this morning that the reason for Christmas is Christ. We must focus on Christ and not the giving. I disagree. Focus on both on the Christ and the giving. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's not about Christ. I disagree. Both the Christ and the giving. Tell your neighbor, I'm expecting a gift. <laughs> I said, tell your neighbor, I am expecting a gift. <laughs> so, <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> I have had hallelujah, amen. Yes, it's not about yeah, the gift is also part of it, so don't don't tell us. It's not to spiritualize the whole season. We we like both the Christ and the gift. <laughs> hallelujah, wonderful. I don't know why your brain is sharp today, but let's learn some verse. If you can't learn to, we'll skip it. But before we, we even learn the verse, um. We are about to enter into our season of fasting and prayer. I say fasting and prayer. So, try and eat all you can eat. Gain some weight against the season. Because beginning January 8th to January 28th, 21 days of fasting and prayer. I say 21 days of fasting and prayer. Some of you look very sad. You should be happy about it. <laughs> Hallelujah. 70 hours of prayer. Are you excited about it? Do you want to enter? You see, you must enter the year in a bank. Amen. Make sure that demons are bowing before you. And our fasting is for anybody from the age of eight. Eight years and above. Okay? I declared here eight years and above. Till 60. After 60, the fasting is optional. So just double check with your neighbor. Either he's under 8 or above 60. <laughs> if you're above 60, I don't, I don't say, I say you, the fasting is optional. And if you're under 8, you're under 8. So check, check your neighbor's age. Hallelujah. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to fast and pray. Amen. Amen. And uh, tomorrow we're having a Christmas Day service. It's one service. We're starting at 10 o'clock. It's a short service. So I'm going to preach for a short time today. Like I always say. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. But I like what Maria, I like what Maria Alice said. See, we are a church people. I mean, if you think of the more time we've been in church for the past, we are really a church people. We can say with David, I was glad when they said unto me, let us come to that. We've, we've had a very wonderful, fantastic convention. The Carlos night was beautiful. God has blessed us. We prayed a certain prayer. And we said that Alexander the Copper Smith is going down. I said, he's going where? Down. You are not here, that's why you don't know. 
But may any Alexander the Coppersmith in your life go down. Yeah. Hallelujah. That's what we prayed about. Amen. And we touch, we anointed ourselves with the oil of exemption. I said the oil of exemption. You are exempted. I said you are exempted from accidents and diseases. From cases. They say December is the month of layoff. But you are exempted. I said you are exempted. They say December is the month where accidents happen. But you are exempted. Yeah. You are exempted. I said you are exempted. Anybody under the sound of my voice, you are exempted. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Okay, let's learn the best before I forget. Luke chapter 2. Hallelujah. Amen. Another important, see, uh uh-huh, giving. It's not only the Christ, we're also interested in the giving. Okay, tell you, it's not only Christ, it's the giving too. See, I expect a gift. And I expect you to give a gift. So, as a church, what we normally do on Christmas that we give to orphans. Hallelujah. We give to orphans. Is it a good thing to give to orphans? An orphan is no mother, no father. But as you are eating your chicken in the house, I think that child also deserves chicken. As you are drinking your soda, that child also deserves a soda. As you, are op- as you are wearing your new Christmas dress, that child also deserves a new Christmas dress. And, and see, let me tell you something. God created the world and he made some people orphans. No, God allowed them to be orphans. And God expects you and I to take care of them. That's why I say it's a blessing to give to the orphan. Hallelujah. So God has given us the privilege and the grace of giving to orphans. Amen. Amen. So Lighthouse Chapel International every year gives to orphans on Christmas Day. Hallelujah. Amen. Every year we give to orphans. And we used to do that project. Yeah. You still do it, I hope so. <laughs> Repent. <laughs> yeah, it's a very good project. Call it for orphans. Give to orphans. Hallelujah. There is a blessing given to an orphan. Hallelujah. Eddie, do you, do you agree it's a good thing to give to an orphan? Do you agree with me? That an, an orphan also needs to celebrate Christmas? Yeah. So what we do every year, so tomorrow, when we are coming to church, make sure that whatever gift you are bringing to anybody, you are bringing a gift to an orphan. Hallelujah. And every year, we take at least, at least, at least a minimum $10. How many of you think it, at least giving $10 to an orphan is not a bad idea? A whole year, giving $10 to an orphan. At least. It means some of you should say, look, God, I'm giving an orphan $100. And when we say orphan, we mean orphans. Our orphans are real. It's not imaginary orphans. They are real orphans. Somebody says, okay, I'm going to give $500 to an orphan this year. So to the life of an orphan. $10, an orphan. I mean, all these little children, the toys that they have, they are more than $10. Is that true? And they will throw it away So everybody, don't forget tomorrow. Bring a gift for an orphan. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, let's preach. Let's share the word of God. Father, we thank you this morning for your spirit. Hide me behind the cross and let your word come forth. In Jesus' name. Amen. 
So, like Pastor said, I've been talking to you about the blessing in this house. There's a blessing in the church. I said, there's a blessing in the church. And, and, and in Deuteronomy chapter 12, verse 5, quickly. Deuteronomy chapter 12, verse number 5. Hallelujah. He says, 5, but unto the place which the Lord your God shall choose out of all your tribes to put his name there, even unto his habitation shall ye seek. And thither shall thou come. God is saying that the people of Israel has immigrated. He said, even though you have all come to a place, Dan is here, Reuben is here, Issachar is here, Judah is here. I am choosing a place, a particular place, and I am putting my name there. And I expect all of you to come there. Hallelujah. To worship me. Amen. So, there is a place that God chooses. And where God chooses and put his name there, it's a special place. So when you come there, it is a hallowed place. It is a holy place. So, so the things that are done there are of special meaning. And God said, come there. Come there. Come there. That's where you shall come and worship me and serve me. So everybody's in their house. On a particular day, I expect everybody to come here. It means that what you do at that place is different from what you do in your house. Hallelujah. It means that place is holy. That place is special. Church, are you hearing me? As are you hearing me? Yeah. It means that you can pray in your house. Correct. You can pray in your car. Correct. You can worship in your bedroom. Correct. But it's not the same when you worship in church. It's not the same when you pray in church. It's not the same when you give thanks in church because it's a hallowed place. Are you hearing me? There's a difference. Nah, it's the same. It's the same. Nah. Listen to me. Listen to me. Do you think praying at the place where you fornicate <laughs> is the same as praying here? Do you think it's the same? I said, do you think it's the same? I mean, me, I've, been, I've, I've been to church. I remember one church I went to. The ashes were smokers. So they, they will be smoking outside the church. I hope my ashes are not smoking outside. When I'm preaching. <laughs> Sometimes they go out. Maybe you should check when they go out. <laughs> they were smokers. Then when they finish smoking, they will kill the cigarette and then they will come inside the church to continue to usher people. And, and, and at least I respected them because they know that, look, the sanctuary is different. If you don't want to smoke, I cannot smoke here. I'll go and smoke outside. And then come here. So wherever God puts his name there, the place is holy. I said the place is special. So whatever goes on, so being praying in the church or worshiping in the church is not the same as doing it in your house. 
I'm not saying don't do it in your house, but I'm saying the effect is different because this is holy ground. This is hallowed ground. Are you hearing me? So you need to be in church. Yeah. Church, are you hearing me? So you need to be in the house. You can't say, oh, I go to church in my home. I watch TV. Let me tell you something. I mean, look at me. You're in your house. Your house. I mean, not even my house. Your house. I mean, I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Some movies are in the corner. Some booze, some booze is in the corner. Some guy left there last night. Is that why you're worshiping God? <laughs> bad, bad. Bad, bad, bad. Do you think that is the same place as the sanctuary? I said, do you think it's the same place as the sanctuary? Some girl left there last night. That's why you are lifting holy hands. No, you need to come to the sanctuary. It is a different place. It cannot be. Look, I'm telling you, don't deceive yourself. It's not the same. It's not the same. If you are serious about prayer, if you are serious about worship, if you are serious about through, you will come to his sanctuary. Even though you are ugly, you will come and behold his beauty. It's a different feeling. Yeah. Oh, don't, don't, don't let anybody deceive you. Come on. I can't you think that you're the, you go and then you kneel by your bed. Oh, Lord, I, forgive me. You are a girl, a girl, guess. Even her bra is still on the bed. <laughs> no, please. There comes a time you must come to the sanctuary and say, to behold your beauty. Lord, I've come to, I am ugly. I've come to behold your beauty. Take the ugliness out of my life. That's what David said. I was glad when they said unto me. You see, do you know why David said that? Eddie, Eddie's my buddy. He's my guy. Do you know why David said, I was glad? Uh, do you know why David was, uh, said, I was glad? Do you, do, shall I explain to you? Why David said, I was happy when they said? Shall I explain? Because there were issues at home. If you look at David's life, problems, fightings, quarreling, fornication. So, when someone said, let's go to church, at last, at least. <laughs> at least, somewhere I can see God. I was glad. When they said unto me, let us go. Now you understand. Because Wahala at home. Absalom is behaving this way. Amnon is behaving this way. The first wife is quarreling with the second wife. It wasn't easy at home. So he said, I was glad. It's like finally a place where there's peace. A place. You see, you, see, you must be a witch at a certain level to come and quarrel with your husband in church. <laughs> You see, that's another level. Because even though we all have marital problems and we are as soon as we come to church, at least once in the church, we are in the holy place. There's ceasefire. So if you bring your quarrel to church, then the, I don't know what type of demon you are. <laughs> that's another level. Everything is in the car. Am I speaking the truth? How many have ended the quarrel in the car? 
Oh, that one you are super witch. <laughs> Hallelujah. He says, I was glad. Let me tell you something. In Isaiah 1.18, show me that scripture. You see, why, why the church is important. It says, Isaiah 1.18. Isaiah 1, it says, come. Let us reason together. Come. Now. And let us reason together. Say the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as... Come. Let us reason together. Why do we come here? You see, let me tell you something. The church is not a courtroom. We don't come here to be trial. This is not a place where you are on trial. We don't come. It's not a courtroom. Don't come. You're not on trial here. God says, come and let us reason. It's a place whereby you come to reason with God. That's what it is. We come to reason with him. That God, I don't understand this. God, why this? God, I cannot figure this out. Let's reason together. Hallelujah. So don't come to church as if you are come to be trialed. It's not a trial. It's not about persecution. You come and reason with him. Explain. God, you said I should do this and this happened. Why? God, I did this and this happened. God, you said, let's reason. Let's talk back and forth. Let's understand why some things are going on. Come, let us reason together. That's what it is. We come to reason. We say, if I do this, this will happen to me. Let's reason. God is saying, come. Even though God is saying that, come, let us reason together. Even though you have all these problems, your sins are scarlet. They shall be white as snow. Though you are a Christian, it's like, even though you have problems, you have issues, as I reason with you, you will be cleansed. Come, let us reason together. <laughs> Hallelujah. So you are not here to be prosecuted. It's not a courtroom. That is why you should not let anybody put you down in church. I'm preaching to you. Don't allow anybody. Tell your neighbor, I'm not on trial here. Say, I'm not on trial here. Don't try to judge me. It's not a trial. So don't allow anybody to put you on trial here. You are this, you are that, you are that. No, no, I'm not on trial. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not on trial here. Nobody's on trial here. I say, tell your neighbor, I am not on trial here. You see, have you been on, have you been on, have you been on trial before? Witness stand. Prosecutor. Uh, based on the evidence, three years ago, you did this. Last year, we found out you were involved in this particular deal. Uh, two nights ago, uh, on, on the 4th of June, around 2 p.m., the evidence point that you were in the house and the girl was wearing her panties. Look. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, I am not on trial. I'm serious. Come, let us what? Come, let us what? Yeah, say, come, let us reason together. So we come here to reason, to wash away our sins. To cleanse us. 
Hallelujah. That is why you should not allow anybody to put you down in church. That's why you come. Don't allow anybody to put you down. Rather, you should be happy. You, should, you see, the Bible says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his court. You must come with an attitude that I'm coming to a good place whereby I will be reasoned with. Yeah. Hallelujah. That's why I said, look, I, I don't know how much you emphasize this. See, people come to church and people condemn. Hey! Uh, hey! You didn't see her? Hey! Mm. You haven't said anything, though. Mm. Hey! Mm. Hey! Mm. God in here. Mm. What? Who for what? <laughs> Are you the judge? Are you the prosecutor? Hmm. Hey! Hey! These days, yeah. Hmm. Hey, as for the, these days here, yeah, the church of God has become something new. Hey, these days here, yeah, the church of God has become something new. Hey, all sorts of characters are in the church. So what? Are, are you the judge? Are you the judge? I've heard people say, I've heard those, see, everything says true. I've heard people pass comments. Hey, nowadays, all sorts of characters are in the church. Are you the judge? Ask your neighbor, are you the judge? What should it be? Because we are characters. I say because we are characters. We have certain characteristics. That is why when they told us there's a place that when you come, they will reason with you. That's why we are here. I said that's why we are here. I said that's why we are here. So that we can be reasoned with. That's why we are here. We are characters. Come, let us reason together. That's why we come. Hallelujah. When they build the temple, when they build the temple, it was you come in by the east gate, you leave by the west gate. Nobody comes on the east gate and leave by the same way. That's how they were supposed to enter. You enter by the east gate, you leave by the west gate. You are supposed to come to church with your burden and live happy. Come, let us reason together. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Once again, tell your neighbor, I am not on trial. Tell person, stop looking at me that way. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah? Stop looking at me that way. I have this funny look. Stop. Amen. And in, last week, we also learned that it's a place we come to bless his name. Come bless the Lord, all ye servants of the Lord, who stand by night in the house of the Lord. One of the reasons why we come here is to bless God's name. To bless his name. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. The only part of the service that belongs to God is the worship. I'm preaching. That's it. Everything is for us. Every part of the service is for you. Think about it. The preaching is for you. The announcement is for you. So the only part of the service, even the giving, the offering is for you because you are giving offering so that good measure, press down, shake it together. It's, so even that one is for you. Yeah. Yeah. Even, the, even the, the Because good measure, press down.
and shake it together. Even the tithe you are giving is for you, so that the devourers will be rebuked for your sake. So the only part of the service that belongs to God is the worship. So it's also it's not nice when you come to church after the worship. You are selfish. You are only coming for yourself. The small part that belongs to God, you won't come. That's the only part. That's the only part. Everything else is for us. From the preaching, the giving, the announcement, the fellowship, finding the beloved, it's all for you. Even the reason why you did your head this way and where that was going, you know that that boy, that, that boy is coming today. <laughs> one yeah because you are what's happening so oh i'll see you in church today immediately you, ch- you went to you, you change your wardrobe you change your hairstyle you can't see yeah. as you stay here that's why they did that you join a new wardrobe a new hairstyle a flow or whatever it is it's because you know that he's coming today Together, so the only part, the only part of the service that belongs to Yahweh is the worship, and that one we don't come, we come late, or we don't participate. What else are you giving to Him? Hallelujah! Come, let us worship. Stand by night in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the holy place and bless the Lord. That's what David said. Come bless the Lord. Hallelujah. So all of the Psalms, if you can find it, I think Psalm 134 or something. Come bless the Lord. Oh, you servant of the Lord. I think Psalm 134. I think so. 134, yeah. Psalm 134, if you can find that Psalm. Slow brother. Come. Come bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. Come bless the Lord. Oh, you servant the Lord who stands by night in the house of the Lord. Lift up holy hands. Hallelujah. Yeah. Powerful. All right. I'm continuing. Amen. Come bless the Lord. Eh, I was right. Come. Behold. Bless the, bless the Lord, all ye servants of the Lord, which, which by night stand in the house of the Lord. So we come here to bless his name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, for a short time left, why are we here? Another reason. Why are we here? Why, or, or why do we come? Why do we come or why are we here? I've given you a lot of reasons, but I'm going to ask you, why are we here? You know, Why are we here? Why do we come? What is here? Or what is here? Is the question. What is here? Why do you come here? Why did you come to New York City? I'm asking you a question. Why did you come to New York City? 
Thank you. It is described as what? Somebody say it's the center of the world. What is what else is in New York City? Dollars? Okay. Well, what else is unique to New York City? What huh? Ah. What do you say? Huh? Skyscrapers. What else is in New York City? What what does New York City boast of that other cities don't have? World Trade Center. I'm not hearing that one. World Trade Center. Financial center of the world. The UN is in New York City. What else is in New York? Wall Street. Huh? Times Square. Is, is Times Square an icon? Yeah, it's an icon. Why they drop the ball? What else is in New York City? Broadway? Statue of Liberty. Wow. What else is in New York City? Bronzo. <laughs> I'm going to say, bro. Brother Cyrus is saying, Bronzu. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it a toys book? Oh, really? Bronzu. Wow. Something good in the Bronx. Let's continue. <laughs> the Botanical Garden. That's okay. What else is there? Empire State Building. Amen. Central Park. See, these are all. So, when you say that. So when you get a when you come as a tourist and you sit on the bus, they say welcome to NYC. Isn't that what they say? Yes. Oh, you are not you haven't been a tourist here before. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey Patrick! The people have been here for 10 years, they have not been on a tourist bus before. Their whole life is Bronx, go to work, come back. Is not <laughs> you are not a tourist. You have not sat on that bus before. <laughs> I forgive. I, I'm serious. You have not sat on that bus before. You have not sat on it before. You have not. How long? Are, you were literally born here. You have not sat on that bus before. You send people there, but you don't sit on the bus. It shows that you are not a tourist at all. Have you sat on the bus, Cyrus? No. Who, who, has, who has sat on the bus before? Anita, but then you have sat on the bus. Who else? Marie, you have sat on the bus? When you get home, what do they show you? What do they say? They say, welcome to NYC. Then they show you the, what makes the city the city. Hey. <laughs> it's not in there, Patrick. It's clearly, it clearly shows why you are here. <laughs> Hallelujah. But welcome. In the same way, in Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12, from verse 22. When you come to church, this is what, this is what you have come to. Hallelujah. In Hebrews 12, 22, it says, but ye are come. See, this is what you have come to. But ye are come. Just like when you sit on the bus, they say, Welcome to New York. You are come to New York. Empire State. This, this, this. The Bible says, When you come to the house of God, the church, it says, But ye are come unto the first thing, you have come to Mount Zion. Somebody say, Mount Zion. Mount Zion. So the first place you, the first place you have come to is Mount Zion. The mountain that you touch for life. 
not for death. Hallelujah. So the house of God is called Mount Zion. And unto the city of the living God. Unto where? This is the city of the living God. I said, this is the city of the living God. I said, this is the city of what? So when you come here, you have entered the city of the living God. So, every city has its attractions. You get your attractions also here. The city of the living God, I'm preaching. The heavenly Jerusalem. But you have come unto the heavenly Jerusalem. So, when you're, next time when you're coming to church, and someone says, Why are you going? Tell them, I'm going to the heavenly Jerusalem. I'm going to the city of the Lord. I am going to Mount Zion. You get it? So number one is Mount Zion. Number two, the city of the living God. Number three, the heavenly Jerusalem. Number four, you have come to the innumerable company of angels. I say you have come to where? I want to hear you. You have come to where? I say I want to hear you. You have come to where? It means that as we are gathered here, there are angels here. I said there are angels here. I said there are angels here. This is where the angels gather. So we are not here alone. You have come to the innumerable company of angels. As we are here, there are angels. If God was to open your eyes, you will see angels. There are angels here. I said there are angels here. I said there are angels here. They are distributing parcels. They are distributing gifts. There are angels here. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we sing that song. We are standing on holy grounds. And I know. Sing it for me. That there are angels. Angels are around. All I sense the presence of angels. They are here. They are here. Let us praise Jesus now. Oh, sing it. For we are standing in his presence on holy ground. Oh, sing it again. We are standing, oh God. We are standing. These are holy grounds. We are angels giving gifts. Angels are giving Angels are blessing you. Angels are touching you. You have come to a company of angels. You have come to a company of angels. You have come to a company of angels. Oh, we are so healed with gifts. We are so with healings. This is not ordinary grounds. A company of angels, oh God. It's a holy ground. This is a holy ground. It's a holy ground. It's a holy ground. Yes, Lord. Jesus, now. Oh, it's a company of angels. Oh, God. Oh, God. We are in His presence. Oh, angels are ministering to you, oh, God. When you come here, that's when you get healed. That's when you get delivered. That's when you get healed. Angels are here. Angels are here. We are standing here. 
standing. We are standing on Jesus. Oh, we are standing on holy grass. Yes, Lord. angels. You are here believing God for a child. Lift up your hand and receive the gift of a child. You are here believing God for a job. Lift up your hand and receive the gift of a job. You are here believing God for healing. Lift up your hand and believe a person. Angels are giving gifts. They are giving gifts. They are giving gifts. They are giving gifts. Receive your parcel. This is holy ground, my God. Thank you. Lift up your hand and receive your gift. And just like distributing a God. But this is a incredible company. But the Lord is in Joshua God. Oh, the Lord is here. And where he is. And where he is. Receive your gift. Receive your gift, oh God. Receive your parcel. Angels are distributed. Receive your parcel. But this is only ground. We're standing, Lord. We're standing on Jesus. Thank you. The Lord is here. For the Lord is here. And where is this Listen, somebody is actually receiving a house. Lift up, angels are giving house. Let's receive it. Angels are here to minister. There is somebody receiving a good husband. Receive it. Somebody is receiving healing. Healing is happening to you right now. For angels are giving healing. This is holy ground. Somebody is receiving peace of mind. What disturbs you will not disturb you anymore. 
What is that should not say? For any side, give me peace of mind. Thank you. We are standing on holy ground. His presence on Somebody is receiving a financial aid. Angels are giving financial aid. They are giving financial aid. Somebody is receiving cancellation of debt. A debt is being cancelled. A debt is being cancelled. For angels are giving pastors of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We are standing. Holy Spirit. And I know that Thank you. Let us praise. Let us praise. Let us praise. Jesus Begin to thank the Lord for your gifts. Put your just thank God for your gifts. Angels are giving parcels. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Please be seated. There are angels here. Yeah. We have come to an innumerable company of angels. Thank, thank you very much, choir. That's what it is. Hallelujah. Yeah. Look, one time Bishop was preaching. And God opened the eye of a lady. And the lady actually saw angels giving parcels. Yeah. And I believe that angels are here this morning. And gifts have been given. Hallelujah. It says we have come. Innumerable company of angels. Hallelujah. You know, so we come to be in the company of angels. And, and the Bible says, the Bible calls angels ministering spirits. To minister to us our needs, our problems. Hallelujah. And do you know the good thing? The good news is that they don't only, we don't only come and meet them. As we live here, we go with the angels. I say, as we live here, we go with the angels. For he shall give his angels charge over you. I say, he shall give his angels. That is why you will not die in an accident. Amen. The angels will prevent you from an accident. Amen. The angels will block every gunshot. Amen. The angels will block every disease, any, any fatality out there. Amen. You will not hit your... You see, shall give his angels charge over you. Lest you hit your foot against a stone. It means you are not about to fall into any disaster or an accident. Amen. I see angels blocking gunshots. Amen. Angels are blocking accidents. Angels are blocking and uh, being fired from work. Amen. Angels are charged over you. Every, I say, I release angels to be charged over you. Amen. Angels are charged over you. Angels are charged over you. Oh, you will not die in that accident. Amen. You will not be fired. Amen. You will not fall down and break your leg. Amen. 
you are not going to hit your head. Look, you will not slip on the snow. You will not fall on the snow and hit your head. And this is a charge over you. And this is a charge over you. And this is a charge over you. He will give his angels charge over you. He's giving his angels. Yeah. That's what it means. It means not only have you come into the company of angels, you are living with angels at bodyguards. And I tell you, if they think that the NYPD can protect you, the angels are better. I said the angels are better. I said the angels are better. NYPD can do their best, but the real guards are the angels. When you have angels on your left and angels on your right, angels in front of you, angels behind you, I tell you, no terrorists can come near your dwelling place. He shall give his angels charge over you. Hallelujah. No witch, no witch can come near your dwelling place. You see, NYPD, they can fight terrorists, but they can't fight witches. NYPD can fight terrorists, but they can't fight witches. It's above their pay grade. Witches are above the pay grade of NYPD. But angels will deal with them for you. I say angels will deal with them for you. He shall give his angels charge over you. We have come. I say we have come to an innumerable company of angels. Angels who cannot count. He can keep his angels charge over you. Charge. Look. Do you know you can sleep on ice and break your Do you know that? It, happen, you know that it happens. But his angels will protect you from freak accidents. You will not have a freak accident. I say you will not suffer from a freak accident. He shall give his angels charge over you. I want to hear him say, he shall give his angels charge over me. For we have come. In the book of angels. Amen. Are you here with me? Yeah. Gunshots, no. Gunshots, no. Angels are blocking the bullets. I say angels are blocking the bullets. I say angels are blocking the bullets. I say angels are blocking the bullets. For we have come to an innumerable company of angels. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I love it. Hmm. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Next one. What, 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 I'm sure where we have come to. Next one. To the, no. To the general assembly and the church of the first one. To the general assembly. So this is also called the general assembly. I said this is where we meet. Ah, I love it. This is where we meet. This is called the general assembly. So when you come to church, you have attended the general assembly. And the, the general assembly is where instructions are given. That's where the headmaster comes and gives the instructions. I don't know why they used to do it, but in my days, I don't know in my days, in primary school, when in, in my days, when I was in primary school or first grade, every morning we go to school, we study in assembly. 
I don't know how many of you did that thing. You remember? You stand in assembly. Everybody stands in assembly. And you line up. The flag, yeah. You also do that. And, and, and that's where the instructions are given. And if you come late. <laughs> if you come late. You cannot miss general assembly. Hallelujah. How they will ask you. Or double punishment. Because you are not at assembly. And even here, some of us, some of us, when you go to work, that's what they call the huddle. Remember the huddle? Where the daily briefings are given. How to conduct the day. So when we come to church, we've come to the general assembly to receive instructions for the week. Hallelujah. It means as you come here, you are receiving instructions how to deal with that boss. This is the general assembly. As you sit here and the one is coming, God is giving instructions how to deal with that boss. How to handle that child. How to deal with that marital situation. How to deal with that problem. You have come to the general assembly to receive instructions. That's why we come. I said that's why we come. Because I need instructions for Monday. I need instructions for Tuesday. I need instructions for Wednesday to deal with that guy who is saying bad things about me. I need instructions. Some of you need instructions to deal with your wife. That's why you come. I said that's why you come. You need to get instructions how to deal with your husband. That's why you come. That's why you are the general assembly. <laughs> the general assembly. General assembly. So we have come to the general assembly where the instructions are given. Yes. How to deal. See, so, so we come here to listen to me. You come here to receive instructions for daily living. I say you come here to receive instructions for what? Daily living. Because this is the general assembly. I love it. I love it. That's why I love this house. That's why I love this house. To receive instructions on even what to buy next week. Instructions of how not to be in debt. General assembly. When you come here, you receive instructions on the side of the television to buy. Because you will be told that it, uh, it is better to buy a 12-inch TV you can afford than a 50-inch television you cannot afford. Because when you buy the 50-inch television, which you cannot afford, even though it is there, you cannot even watch it. Because the work you have, the television is there. But you have to work to pay for it. That they cannot even watch it. So you are better off buying a 12-inch that you paid out of your pocket. So that when you are watching, you know that this one, I'm watching in peace. That's why you come to the General Assembly. <laughs> oh, that's why I come to the general assembly to receive instructions for daily living. Please, I'm about to. Nobody should go now. Unless you have to go again, don't go. I'm preaching. Because the instruction is over. We have not finished receiving instructions. General assembly. Yeah, you come to receive instructions. Daily living. Yeah. You come to receive instructions on what course to choose. 
Because when you come, you'll be told that choose what you are good at and not what you like. General Assembly. General Assembly. That's where we come. To receive instructions on how to handle this man who every evening he's angry. In the, night, in the morning he's nice. By, is he, yeah, he's bipolar. Nice in the daytime. <laughs> bipolar. Good, nice in the morning. Angry at night. Totally bipolar. How do you deal with, how do you live with a bipolar husband? <laughs> General Assembly. Because you will be given instructions that uh, a soft answer turn it away wrath. So when her bipolar comes in the evening, instead of you also becoming manic and facing each other, you, <laughs> you remain an instruction that I feel like becoming manic. But that when I came to the General Assembly, I was told a soft answer. That's why I come to the General Assembly. <laughs> That's why I come to the General Assembly. Because when you came to the general assembly, you were told a soft answer. Turn it away. So has her bipolar, his bipolar has come in the night. A soft answer. A soft answer will do him more good than Prozac. Tell you about welcome to the general assembly. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. And he continued to say, No, go back. And to God, the church of all. And to God, what? And to God, who? And to God, who? So when you come here, you have also come to meet God, the judge of all. The supreme judge. Because sometimes people don't understand you. People accuse you. People say things about you. What is not true? Nobody wants to listen to you. But when you come here, you come to God. God, hear my case and judge my case. The church of all. The church of all. Because people don't understand you. They accuse you. They say bad things about you. You don't. You, you, you can't talk to anybody. You are tired. So you come and lift up your hand and say, God, the judge of all. Judge me right, God. The judge of all. Come to the judge of all. You come to the judge of all. Because the stories are too much. The allegations are too much. The suspicions are too much. The criticisms are too much. I mean, no. I mean, everywhere you pass, somebody says something. So you just come, God, I've come to the judge of all. Judge me right. The judge of all. So, look, so can we come here so that we can come to the judge of all? That God, judge. You know my heart. This people don't know my heart. They judge me by my looks and my but you know my heart. That's what I'm about the judge of all. Yeah. That's why we come. Yeah. He's the judge of all. The judge of all. To judge us. To know our hearts. To take away the condemnation. Do you know my heart? Sometimes even, sometimes, you see, the, the action may be right, but your intentions are different. I don't know why that's what I said. 
Do you understand? My impatience. Do you understand? You can say that, oh, this is for sensation. This is the action. Oh, you were, hey, you were hugging her in church. Hey, you are somewhere. You are right. The action was right. But my intention was not last. My intention was a godly love. And it's only the judge of all who can tell. The judge of all. So we come to present our case to the judge of all. So sometimes when you come to church, sometimes when you come, why are you going? So I'm going to the judge of all. You should be able to look. This week, the trouble I've had at work, I'm just going to the judge of all. So he judge you and get me out of this problem. The judge of all. I said the judge of all. Yeah. Why are we here? Why are we here? The judge of all. Amen. Yeah. Played your case. And to, you see, and this is why we are, and to the spirit of just men make perfect. So we also come. Uh, you see, let me tell you something. We are not the only ones here. There are angels here. They are also the spirit of just men made perfect. No, just men. Saints made perfect. So sometimes even Christians who are with us who have died, they are looking from heaven. They are with us in service. The spirit of just men made perfect. So brothers and sisters who, who are here with us who are going to be with the Lord, they are worshiping with us from heaven. Just men made perfect. Spirit of just men. Yeah. Hallelujah. I love it. Saints are watching from above. And to respond, just made perfect. Next one. And to Jesus. I said, I'm sure why we are here. I didn't love it. I said, I didn't love it. And to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant. We also come, we have come to Jesus, the mediator or the negotiator. <laughs> I love it. We have come to Jesus Christ. The negotiator, the mediator, the one who negotiates of a better covenant because there was an old covenant where if you touch, you die. But we have come to Jesus Christ, the one who does a better negotiation. You see, everything depends on who is negotiating for you. Your negotiator is important. I say your negotiator is important. The one who is negotiating for you is important. Some people can make so it, it can make or break you. You have a bad negotiator, you are dead. That's why Donald Trump, Donald Trump came up saying, Oh, bad, bad, bad negotiation, bad. We're gonna change it. Bad, bad. Obama's Obama's administration, bad. This was a bad deal with Iran. This was a, bad. bad, bad, bad. That's one of his points. The deal with Iran is bad. The deal with this one is bad. So it's like we are going to negotiate better. Because everything depends on who negotiates for you. Yeah. The same deal. Somebody can cut you a bad deal. The same contract. Somebody can cut you a bad deal. But I always say, when we come, we come to Jesus Christ, the mediator of the new covenant, the better negotiator. As you come, as you come, he's negotiating healing for you. Oh, receive it. Receive it. You see, let me tell you. Somebody, you see, the Lord is negotiating long life. Amen. He's negotiating long life for you. He's cutting the deals for you to get long life. He's negotiating it. And negotiator of the new covenant. 
negotiating. He is saying that, look, Father, even though he did this, you know, because of my blood, cut him a slack. Negotiating. I say negotiation. We have come to the, we have come to just say the mediator or the negotiator. The one who cut us a better deal. A deal not based on our, our behavior. A deal not based on our second But the deal based on the blood that he shed for us. He said, listen to me. Even though this guy deserves to go here, I'm cutting a deal. A better negotiator. A better negotiator. You see, that's what they do all the hostages. Do you know what they do? The Taliban will say, that, look, we have uh, one American soldier in our camp. We are asking for the, the U.S. military to release 10 of our terrorists. They, do, they always cutting deals. Then it's back and forth. Then it's back and forth. So if you get a good negotiator, instead of releasing 10 terrorists, it's okay, we'll give you two. So it all depends on who is negotiating. And the Bible says when we come to church, we come to Jesus Christ, the better negotiator. The better negotiator. The mediator, the one who is cutting you a deal, who is trying to say, Look, Lord, yes, I understand what he did. He needs to do this by pardoning him. Save her. Lord, she, this, this is what uh, this one deserves a house. Lord, this one deserves a breakthrough. Lord, this one deserves extension of life. Extension of life. Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm cutting it. See, say, Lord, even though she had abortions many times and she deserved not to have a child, I'm negotiating twins for her. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Oh, Lord, even though based on the family, based on what the grandfather did and the grandmother, the Bible said that the curse is from a generation. I am negotiating for this particular one. I am, in, I am removing the family curse and I'm imposing it with my blood. Lord, you know the deal? my blood. My blood was paid for I'm a better negotiator. I negotiate for you. May the Lord negotiate for you. You have come to a better negotiator. Receive long life. Receive healing. Receive deliverance from curses. He's negotiating for you. Yeah. He's negotiating. Based on the ancestral history, this will happen to you. But he said, I'm negotiating for you. I'm cutting a deal for you. I'm cutting a deal. We have come. So we come to a better lawyer. Look, like somebody told me, don't worry about the crime. Look for a good lawyer. And it's true. Look, there are lawyers here, they won't admit. But in any case, once you get the right lawyer, yeah, once you, the right lawyer means you can pay. If you can get the right lawyer, oh please, you were not born yesterday. You will go free. You will go free. We had one resident. You don't know. You, I don't even in, 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 in our residency program, he was not a good resident. You know, not, not a good one. But he was well lawyered up. If I say well, I mean well lawyered up. Because because of everybody, he was well lawyered up. Even if you write him, because he's the type of resident who's so well lawyered. Even if you, you give him the wrong assessment, he may take you to court. And you can take anything and anybody to court. You can even take me to court for looking at you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So because of that, even though he was not a good resident per se, when everybody's writing their review, 
<laughs> because she was well lawyered up. That's what they totally lawyered. on time. We, we knew that we were, we were releasing a bad doctor into the system. But the guy was <laughs> but he was fully lawyered. I said he was fully lawyered. Fully lawyered. Yeah. Come That's America. If you refer him, you have to go to court to see why he was referred. And they will bring a kid. Oh. Look. It doesn't matter. Yeah, anything. Yeah. Anything. Why do you think our current president is not afraid of lawsuits? <laughs> I said, why do you think? <laughs> because unlike the other politicians, if you look through his history, he was a businessman, lawyer, that knows you. The guy, he knows how to pick lawyers. That's <laughs> How do you think so? That is why he's not afraid of controversy. Because he, 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 you know, the, the last resort will be the courts. And when you go to the courts, he's good at... <laughs> Lawyered up. But we have not come to... You know, but listen, we have not come to John Cochran. You have not come... What are the top lawyers in New York? I don't know. Huh? You have not come to Ben Stein, Lawrence Stein, Jacoby Myers. You have come to Jesus Christ, a better mediator, a better mediator, a better mediator, a better mediator, a better mediator. He can cut you a be- Actually, even the testimony we had. You see, the guy who hit the Benz. Do you understand? The guy who hit the Benz. I mean, legally speaking, he was done for. The only way you could see him is to go and pay a top lawyer. But he had come to Christ, a better negotiator. And Jesus Christ negotiated Scott Free. May the Lord neg- negotiate for you Scott Free. Yeah. That's why we come. I said, that's why we come. I said, that's why I come. To a better negotiator. Somebody who can cut us a better deal. Because you cannot afford a good lawyer. Look. I prophesy to you, any law case against you, you are coming out of it. Anybody who has a case in court, I, pro- I pronounce release and redemption. The Lord negotiate for you and get you out. That's what he did. That, that was the testimony. God can negotiate you out. You have your papers before an immigration court. May the Lord negotiate for you. May the Lord negotiate for you. May the Lord stand up on your, on your side. And say that the earth is the Lord, the fullness thereof. If I place you here, you will be here. May God negotiate for you. Stand up to your feet and let's close. I, that's why we come to church. Stand up to your feet. Oh, there's one more. I should do one more. Yeah, there's one more. Aha. Uh-huh. The last, that's the one. That's the one. This is the one. I say, and you have also come and into the blood. To the blood of sprinkling, he said, You have come to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than the blood of Abel. You have come to the blood of what sprinkling, you have come to the blood of what that speaks better things than the blood of Abel.
you study, what is the blood of Abel? The blood of Abel was like you kill Cain. The blood of Abel speaks vengeance. The blood of Abel speaks vengeance. The blood of Abel speaks vengeance. But the blood of Jesus he speaks better things. Good news. Good news. Good news. Good news. The blood that speaks better things. So they say that you have the disease, but the blessings you are healed. They say you have this problem, the blessings you are saved. They say you are condemned. The blessings receive good news. Receive good news. Receive good news. Receive good news. For the blood speaks better things. You have come to the blood. You have come to the blood that speaks better things. They say that your child will not do well, but the blood is saying that your child will do well. They say you cannot come out of this problem, but the blood says you can can come out. It speaks better. I say 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 it speaks better. They say that this condition, you have this amount of years to live, but the blood says I'm canceling it. I'm canceling it. It speaks better. It speaks better. It speaks better. It speaks better. They say this semester you have been kicked out, but the blood says you are coming back. You are coming back. Amen. You are coming back. Amen. The blood speaks better. Amen. Speaks better things. Amen. We have come to the blood of sprinkling. Amen. That speaks better. Amen. That speaks better. Amen. It means whatever negative news you have received, the blood is turning it around. Amen. I don't know what negative news you have received, but before the end of the year, good news is coming. Amen. Good news is coming. Good news is coming. Amen. The blood is speaking better. The report of the doctor is being changed. Amen. I said the doctor's report is being changed. Amen. The doctor's report is changed. The blast speaks better. Amen. The blast speaks better. Amen. They said, I, 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 I hear, I hear, I hear, you see, saying, oh, based on your credit score, A, B, C, D, you can't do this, but the blood is changing it. Amen. It is speaking better. Amen. It's speaking better. Amen. Based on your transcript, you cannot enter this college, but the blood is changing it. The blood is speaking better. Amen. The blood is speaking better. Amen. The blood is speaking better. Amen. Based on your past record, you are not eligible for this, but the blood is changing it. Amen. It's speaking better. Amen. It's speaking better. Amen. We've come to the, the blood of sprinkling. That's speaking better things. Amen. Somebody say better things. Say better things. Say better things. Say better things. Say better news. Better news. Say good news. Good news, better things, better things, good news, better news. That's why I'm here. I said, That's why I'm here. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I know that there are angels. Yes, come to the blood of sprinkling. The water is speaking better. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. The blood is answering. The blood is answering. If you say good news, good news, I'm changing it. I'm restoring it. I'm renewing it.
negotiator, a better deal cutter. We've come to the God who is the judge of all. The one who knows your case. So before you leave here, if you don't know this better negotiator, the mediator, the one who sprinkles his blood for you and I for good news, what I'm trying to say with, with, to you these few minutes, is if you are not born again by being born again by being born again it means you have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior it means you are securing your future in heaven not in hell and to be born again is very simple one you must believe in your heart two you must confess with your mouth. Three, it must be before somebody else. So if you have not done these three steps, you are probably not born again. Believe in your heart, say with your mouth, and there must be a witness. That's how it needs to be born again. So if you have not done these three important things to be born again, then with every eye closed and every head bowed, I want you to lift up your hand and I pray for you. You want to be a Christian. You want to be born again. Please lift up your hand. If you have not done this, believe in your heart. Confess with your mouth. And somebody saw it. Somebody saw it. Somebody saw it. Somebody. It means if you did it in your room privately, it doesn't count. According to the Bible, it doesn't count. So don't say, I did it privately in my room. It doesn't count. It must be before I witness. One person, three person, church, do it now, and God will save you. Just lift up your hand if you're serious about it, and I'll do it. I just want to make sure. Because there's room for you today. Young man, there's room for you. Young woman, there's room for you. Young man, there's room for you. Young woman, there's room for you. Take a decision. That's salvation. This is salvation. Lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. Don't joke with it. It's not, it's not, this is not one of the things we joke with. This is your opportunity. There's room for you. But there may not always be room for you. Now there's room for you. So lift up your hand. Thank you. There may not be, there may not be, there may not be, there may not be. There may not be another opportunity. Watch my hands. Lift it up. Do it now. 
it now. Don't choke with it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. For the innumerable company of angels. Don't say that. Mm, maybe I should have done it. No, no, do it now. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for salvation. I pray for salvation. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Who speaks better things? The one that speaks better things. Ask the person, are you waiting for good news? Are you waiting for good news? Ask somebody. Are you waiting for some, some are you waiting for a response from some are you waiting for a response from somewhere? What do they say? What do they say? Tell the person expect good news. Say expect good news. Say expect good news. Say expect good news. Give the Lord a shout. It's good news. It's good news. It's good news. I love it. Please. Bring your first and best. <laughs> Tomorrow is Christmas. Say it's Christmas. It's about Christ and my gifts. <laughs> Don't forget the orphans. Hallelujah. And let's share the grace and go home. And now. Amen. God bless you. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.